The Courageous Coaching Podcast is hosted by Sophia Antoine, a certified life coach supporting women in their efforts to improve their self-esteem. Today, we're talking about life, relationships, and everything in between. Take it away, Sophia. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of the Courageous Coaching Podcast. This is actually a special Father's Day edition, and I am so glad to have for the second time, she's my first repeat guest, (laughs) the wonderful Shaniqua Johnson. She is amazing. She is my favorite RN, my favorite college professor, (laughs) just my favorite girl all around. So y'all don't want to hear me talking no more. Y'all are here to listen to her and her Father's Day story. So sis, go ahead and take it away. It's all yours. You know, you always welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much. It is a pleasure to be here with your listeners yet again. I'm telling you, I love the connection. This Courageous Coaching is a phenomenal platform um, just for people to just to tap in and to get that healing. If we don't, if we don't get down to the core, that healing is not going to take place. And the fact that your listeners are just taking that step, they're taking that leap of faith to tune in, to connect with you, to, to get that courage to just find their healing. I think it's, it's phenomenal. So I thank you yet again for having me on. So Father's Day. Happy Father's Day to all of the fathers. Um, I am just ecstatic and um, I I'm here to talk about my dad. Yay. Uh, yes, my dad, he is he's the best dad that I could have asked for. But what I have to say is that my dad is not quite the traditional dad. Okay. So some people have stories growing up where, you know, dad's helping them, you know, with homework or, or dad is, is doing something, you know, you know, I, I don't know I'm thinking with boys, they take them to play baseball games or something like that. Or even right. girls you see on TV where daddy's doing, um, you know, tea parties with the daughter. My dad, I, he was not that type of a dad. Mm-hmm. That had a very, um, he had a very, I'm gonna. I'm trying to like search for my words, um, and, and these are these are my words. These are not necessarily right. his words. But his childhood wasn't the best. Okay. Okay. He didn't have the best childhood. Uh, he had numerous siblings, and he was left kind of to take care of the siblings. Being, um, you know, one of the ma- male children, mm-hmm. he was the one that was the uh, kind of like the caretaker provider for them the the bodyguard that that's a good term to okay he's the bodyguard <laughs> with his with his siblings he was the one if one of his sisters had um you know an altercation at school he was the one that was showing up ready to wow. put it into gear but with that being said my my dad didn't really had the best childhood like there was a lot of responsibility placed on his shoulders mm-hmm. And, um, you know, because of that, I I believe, of course, we all, whatever we go through in our childhood, it does shape us to, to be the type of adults that we become. Um, But also with my dad, and and again, these are my words, this is, this is not me, um, you know, verbalizing his feelings. But in, in my opinion, there wasn't that much 
love doted onto him okay. as a child. Um, so it wasn't like, and again, I wasn't there. That's my disclaimer. Um, but it wasn't like his, his mother um, and his dad was there and was really supportive and really nurturing to him. Um, and I always say that, and it surprises me that my dad is such a loving man because of the way his childhood was. Um, and he left home. I believe my dad was like 16 when he left home. So uh, it surprises me that he is such a loving man. Like I hug my dad, like every time I see my dad, we hug, which is the flip from when I see my mother, when I see my mother, it's like, Oh, Hey ma, how you doing? And, And, but my dad, my dad never lets us leave his presence. Um, and, and never lets us enter his presence without that affection, without oh, that love. So, so I tell that story because it's like, we uh, oftentimes we think about, you know, our upbringing, we think about our past, we think about certain situations and, and we think that it's shaping us. And although it's shaping us, it can actually shape you in a good way. Mm-hmm. We can think of it shaping us in a, in a negative way, where, where sometimes when children are abused, they grow up to be abusers. But uh, my good news story is my dad, even through his tumultuous uh, upbringing, he, he grew to be such a loving man. Nice. Listen, he he West Indian, so he got a temper like you don't want it. You don't <laughs> get temper, okay? But he is one of the sweetest. So when you're on his good side, oh, you're gonna get simply sugar from him. But when you flip on that bad side, when you mess with his babies, when you mess with his family, oh, you mess with his money, oh, girl, on the side of the fence. And and you might need to step back and apologize and get back on the other side. Um, but he he de- he does have such a loving um family-oriented uh, ability to him and it really like when I sit back and I think about my dad it really does uh, surprise me and I always thank God for him because I'm like wow things could have been so different right things could have been so different um, from his upbringing like we could have had a different man but God saw fit to uh, to bring out the best in him when he deals with with his children, when he deals with his family. So um, I, I just simply, simply love my dad. And uh, again, he's, he's, he's not the richest man. He's not the richest man. And actually I'd even say he's far from being the richest man, um, but he's rich in where he lacks in finances. He, he certainly makes up in his love and his dedication for his, for his family. And I came on here uh, to to tell the truth, right? Because the truth yes. shall set you yes. free. I came on here to tell the truth. To um, I prayed for my dad, and I don't I don't know if this will make sense, but I remember I was going through a time in my life, and I, I was going through my divorce, and um, just just life was just really coming down. It was like raining rocks in my world. Oh no. And I prayed and I prayed for God to send me help. Mm-hmm. That was my prayer to God that I was praying to God to help me. 
And I didn't know what form that was going to come in. I didn't know what that was going to look like. I didn't know if the heavens were going to open and God was going to come riding down on the rainbow to help a sister out. I didn't know what was going to happen, but I do remember being at my very, very lowest point and crying and praying to God that I needed help. And then just like miraculously, I opened my eyes and there was my earthly father. Nice. And during that time, I was out the house a lot, you know, just going back and forth to court and just really trying to keep my head above water to really stay afloat doing, you know, through all of the, the bumps that life throws our way. And my dad picked up a very, very unusual role in my household. Mm -hmm. My daddy does my laundry, Sophia. What? He does my laundry for oh. my children. And he started that years ago when I said I was praying. Mm -hmm. and, and, and the funny part to the story is that laundry was one of those thorns that stuck in my side. Because mm -hmm. I barely had time for myself, um, you know, trying to now work a full-time job when I was always a part-time worker. So now I'm back into the full-time workforce and I'm barely keeping my head above water. I have no time to myself. I'm working Monday through Friday. On the weekend, I just want to sleep. And it was always that blasted laundry that was piling. <laughs> so it was a thorn in my side. And one day my mom says to me, she says, why don't you just ask your dad to do your laundry? Aww. He loves doing laundry. She was like, he would be honored to come and help you do the laundry. So of course me, you know, sometimes we, we can't put our pride aside. I'm like, I can't ask this man to come and do my laundry. <laughs> Next thing I know, he was calling me up, talking about, I'm coming over, make sure the laundry's together. And oh, I'm wow. My mom sent the man to do my laundry. <laughs> he has not stopped. Really? It has been going on, Sophia. Oh, my God. My dad's been doing my laundry for a couple of years now. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> he is my help that I prayed for. He was nice. already there. He was already there in my life, of course. But the Lord used him. And it was something that he loves to do. Now, I've never met anybody that loves to do laundry. Like, my dad loves to mm -hmm. do laundry. That's just the kind of man he is. He loves to do jewelry duty. I wish what? I could in my place. He's just a unique type of man. That's awesome. And he is, to this day, doing my laundry. He shows up bright and early every Friday morning to do my laundry. Even when now my life has shifted and things are well and I've got time, I could be sitting at home with plenty of time to do the laundry, but mm -hmm. he's like, no, that's his job. And the funny thing about that story is it's an honor to him. Wow. Again, it's not that he has a lot of money. He can't come and bail me out. He can't say, well, here, daughter, um, here's, here's some of your um, money to pay some bills to help you around the house. Um, he, he can't do anything like that. Uh, my boys would probably drive him crazy if he says, look, I'll pitch in and I'll babysit for you. They'll probably drive him up the wall. <laughs> but what he can do 
is something that he loves to do. And to many people, it's like, oh my God, that's so simple. It's simple to some, but it really is a, a large sacrifice that he's making. Right. To, um, and to do something of that, that nature for me. And, and that's a father's love. Absolutely. You know, he may not have all, you know, the time, the money, um, the resources, but he used what he can do to show his expression of love, to show his expression of support, to show his expression of caring. So oftentimes we like to, we like to beat people down for what they're not. Oh, you don't have this. Oh, you don't, you can't do this. But what about what they can do? Uh -huh. So I say, I say to your listeners, um, especially those who may have a strange relationships either with their father or um, especially with their children's father, uh, maybe we should just start to step back and accept them for what they can do rather than having all of these expectations of what we want them to do. Oh, wow. That, that's, that's good. That's yeah. really good. Yeah. Yeah. Because we just, I think we put a lot of pressure on each other. Yes. And not knowing we're all just doing the best that we can. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, and, and that's what he has to offer. Right. And it, it looks like love to me. Mm -hmm. When those clothes come folded up, because he don't, he don't play that just throwing them in the bag. No, honey. He, he washes them, he dries them, and he folds them up, and he separates them between um, my younger son, my older son, and my thing is separated. The socks come separate in a bag. The socks, you know, the socks, the underwear, everything is separated. That's, That's amazing. That is what love looks like coming from my father. Wow. Like I said, other people's fathers, they might take them for ice cream. Um, they may, you know, send them on a trip. They might pay for their college education. They may do other things of that nature. But my, my dad mm -hmm. does my laundry. And, and that's, that's his love language. That's and how he shows fine. his love. Yeah. That's, that's amazing. I think because in a time when you were just utterly distraught mm -hmm. that is what alleviated the pressure yes 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 that's that's amazing and and i was thinking i was like do we got the same daddy <laughs> <laughs> no for real because like my dad didn't have the greatest childhood mm -hmm. and um he was sort of an outcast. Yes. You know, to his, his mom didn't treat him well at all. And, but despite it all, he took care of his, his younger brother. Mm -hmm. And I mean, he just did a whole bunch of stuff. I don't want to give away all the stuff that's going to be in my, my podcast, but it's like what you cannot do mm -hmm. is say that my father was ever a deadbeat. Right. He was always there for every one of his children it may not have been how we wanted him to be there or how we were taught by society that a man was supposed to be there or whatever but he was there yes yes so, and you know in my household my mother uh oh did i lose you my mother was the uh the dominant one 
Mm -hmm. Uh, My mother was the one who made more money. Um, She took care of us. She, she worked. Uh, So she was, she was the dominant force in the house. If we needed something, we went to mom. We didn't go to dad for it. If we wanted a cosign, if we wanted him to uh, support us through it, we would go to him. But we knew to get things done, we had to go through, we had to go through my mother. Right. Uh, So my mother was more the, um, I wouldn't even say the disciplinarian. Most of the time she was, but if we had done something really, really severe, then she would send him in um, because she wasn't going to take, she wasn't going to take that on. Um, But he always did it with love. I can, I can tell you with that, you know, he's always loved on us. And, um, but that, that was just the nature of, of their relationship. So, um, and I think sometimes in, and like you said, society defines what um you know manhood looks like and 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 it often frowns at the woman who's out doing all the working and the man is at home with the kids or anything of that nature like so we get these uh distorted versions of what society says a family should look like um but my dad played his his part very low-key but yes very very Mm -hmm. low-key very sitting back in the cut um but very present very present yeah very present so i'm 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 thankful i'm thankful to god for for my help um that he used something that my dad loves to do uh to to help me in in one of my toughest times because that was a burden for me and it was a burden that that often um triggered me into uh, crying and, and, and feeling defeated because it was like, Oh my God, like, I can't, like, I would rather go out and buy new clothes than to do the laundry. Like mm, that, girl, <laughs> I've been there. that's how I, you know, that's how I was feeling. Like I was so overwhelmed. I'm like, Oh my God, I'll just go buy the kids some, some new clean uniforms. Um, because I just didn't have the mental capacity to, um, to spend on sitting in a laundromat and, and, and doing laundry. And, and that's to say, because I used to have a washer and dryer in my house and it broke down. So I, I, a single mother, you know, equipment breaks down in the house. It's like, mm-hmm. oh my God, who do you call? Right. Well, my dad is not handy. If you call my dad to try to fix something, he going to break it even more. <laughs> then he going to be you know, fussing at the thing and kicking it and carrying it. So mm-hmm. it's going gonna, it's gonna to get broken even more. So he's not a handyman. So it's not like I could have called on him um, for that. Um, but the fact that he would step in. Right. That he would step in with the solution, and um, you know, I t- I'm, I'm dad. I'm I'm okay now. Like I can I can do it now. I'm home. No, I'm coming. I'm coming. <laughs> well, that probably gives him purpose as well. That's his love language. Yeah, that gives him purpose. So that that's amazing. Yes. So good, 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 good. And what about him with your children? Being a grandfather. Um, he's that playful, that playful, uh, grandpa. Uh, he's a playful one. Doesn't really have a lot of conversation with them. Um, but when he does, he, he, you know, he'll sit and he'll chat with them. Um, and he pokes fun at them a lot and they (laughs) poke fun right back at him. They call him old man. He calls them old man. (laughs) So, um, I, I think they, 
again, the same kind of um, the same kind of relationship that I had with him. I think they're having with him that like he's not taking them to the park. He's not, um, you know, taking them to the baseball games. They're not going fishing, anything of that nature. But he is that face that they see that they know is is there. And if at any given moment they they needed him, mm. um, they know he's they know he's there. Like, so he's present, but he's, you know, silent. He's, he's silent in his, in his presence, but it does speak um, a volume. And um, he has shown up on occasion to an occasional um, school play, which shocks them. They're like, oh my God, grandpa was here. <laughs> They're like, how did that happen? Um, but he, he is there and I believe he, he loves them. Um, and again, he's just kind of waiting for his opportunity to express his love um, right. in the way in which he, or the way he defines it, how he defines it on Christmas day, he gives them money mm -hmm. and they grow to expect that they know. And, and he always comes in the house and he pushes every other gift aside and he gives them his, his, his little envelope. Right. Nothing fancy, just a plain white envelope with a misspelled name on it. <laughs> Because he don't ever spell the names correctly. <laughs> so he just he just scribbles it on there. He know who it's going to and they love it. They they accept it. And and it doesn't have to have um, you know, bells and whistles on it. Like they accept his simple um expression of love. And they love it because who doesn't love it? <laughs> right? <laughs> Daddy, come bring me an envelope. I'll take it. That's right. That's right. He, he, that's what he does. He shows up and he gives out envelopes. And everybody else has their fancy gift wrapped and their Amazon uh, boxes. And, and no, Daddy just comes with plain white envelopes. And he writes the name on the card on the top of the envelope. And the money's just sitting right in it. Mm. Okay. Simple. Yeah. Simple, Simple is good. Yep. Simple is good. So for anyone, I know you've, you've partially addressed this, like for anyone that has an estranged relationship or anyone that you know is without their father, what advice would you give them? I mean, is it just try to rectify it because it's the holiday or because it's the right thing? Or what, what do you say to someone that's in that position? I... I would say acceptance is key because we all want to be accepted for who we are because we're all not perfect. Right. And, and we want to be accepted for our mess. We want to be accepted for the good things in our life, but we, we want to be accepted. So I would, and I know it's not easy. Right. I know it's, it's far from easy, but we've got to learn how to recognize uh, the good in people. And that's what I try to, to do. Now, if you've had a such relationship, maybe where there was abuse involved or um, some other type of traumatic experience, okay, we, but we still have to try to accept. Okay. Accept what was, and you can accept a new relationship with boundaries. Mm. You can, you can set some boundaries and especially if the person is trying, right. Um, 
if they're if they're not trying, if if it's really an estranged relationship, I would say extend the olive branch, because at least you can say you've tried. Okay. And and I always I always mention and I've seen this time and time again as a nurse and dealing with death and dying oh, uh, when a person is on the hospital bed, yep. and they're in their final moments. Does what happened in the past really matter? Exactly, that gives it's, you a whole new perspective. It does, it does. So, um, I'd rather. And again, my my dad's not perfect. He's not perfect. He's he's done some things, and um, he said some things, and you know. Mm -hmm. But he's he's not perfect. But as we but all that's have, okay. yeah, exactly. We all have. So if, if we're going to tell the story, let's tell the whole story. That's We've right. All falling short. That's true. We all said things that we, when we think back, it was like, oh goodness, I sure shouldn't have said that, or I wish I hadn't <laughs> said it, or whatever. Yes, I I done it, but it happened, and but today's a new day. Let's rectify and let's move forward. Yes, whatever so, that looks like in a peaceful manner. Exactly, and I, I and I just say, and I know a lot of people don't like to think about death and dying, but if if you can just, you know how like when you're watching TV, they they like fast forward and, and you have like this this scene. Well, why don't you play that out in your in your head? Mm -hmm. And what would it look like on on the deathbed? What would the conversation sound like? So if you can offer that person forgiveness and acceptance on their deathbed, why not give it to them when they have life? So maybe you can, you can create some new memories and some, um, some, some new uh, events that you can now reflect on uh, when you get to that moment of, of truth, when you get to that point where the person is about to transpire. Okay. So you can say, well, I'm glad we created some new memories. I'd okay. rather at least try. I would rather try. And again, I understand that there are extenuating circumstances, um, but we, you've, we've got to be able to feel things out. And we really have to be able to sort things out and say, okay, is this all really important now? Mm -hmm. Because That's we know with time, people change. I've changed. Yep. I'm Listen, not the same person that I was. The same right? person I was last week. Exactly. Exactly. We all have these metamorphic, um, you know, transformations that we go through. So if someone is trying to change, if your dad is trying to change, I say, accept them for who they are. Accept them for who they are and for what they can give. And, and, and understand their love language. It's, we all don't, we don't all love in the same way. Right. So I, I would say it's worth it. I would say it's worth it. Awesome. Now, this is one thing. This is my last question. And, and this, I saved this one for last on purpose because mm -hmm. it just gets me so hot. Okay. We know it's Father's Day. <laughs> I know where you're going. <laughs> Mother's Day just passed. Yes. What do you say to the women who yes. I'm the mother and the father? Yes, yes, yes. How do we how do we get it back? Because I don't want to belittle their efforts. I understand. Mm -hmm. But you just had your day. So mm -hmm. so please help me help yeah. me with that. Yes. And see this is where the evolution comes in. Because if you had asked me that question, I would say maybe about five years ago, 
I might have had a different response mm-hmm. uh, because I was big on when, you know, when it was Father's Day and, and my friends would send me messages, happy Father's Day, girl. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, because I, I do that. I do that. But I don't do that. Right. And I've had to grow to realize that there are certain things that I can't do for my children. And as super right. women, as super moms, that's hard for us to understand mm-hmm. that there are certain things that we as women cannot provide for our children. Hence why the Lord put two yes. together to create the one. So when two of us are joined together to create a child, that means it's going to take two of us. Now, whether or not the other person is going to play their part is a whole nother story. Mm -hmm. But I am not the mother and the father. Mm -hmm. I am just the best daggone mother I could ever be. That's right. And if you have to pick up a little extra, so be it, because that's part of being a parent. And I have. I mm-hmm. have lived that role where I had to do everything. Yep. From the moment, like, if I got a phone call at school and, and my ch- and I, you know, I'll reflect back on this moment. There was a time when uh, my youngest one was new in school and he had an accident. Mm. So somebody had to get some clean clothes and bring it to the school. And of course, um, the the father's house was closest to the school. And it was such a big deal. And he was like, no, no, you cannot go to the house. You cannot pick up um, the clothes. And I'm like, really? Like, Mm -hmm. we're going to make this a big deal. And I'm the one. So then I had to be the one to stretch backwards and stretch forward to try to make a way and of course incidents like that causes you to to hurt yes it causes you to now allow it's like an opening for hatred Mm. to come in and then you retelling the story to somebody else and they're hyping you up and oh my god if that was me i would have you know and it just it allows that hatred to build up and to take over. Mm-hmm. But then I have to nap and see nap. You're good. Now I can step back. See, now I can step back and now I can understand um, what the situation was. And now I can accept, mm-hmm. I can actually as- accept the situation as to what was going on and, and how everything was transpiring. Um, was it the right decision that he made? Absolutely not, because it was not about us at that time. It was about what our child needed. Exactly. But I can now understand it. And to this day, now, now to this day, I allow him to do what he can. Yep. And I know what I can ask for. I, like, I know where his ability is. I've, exactly. I've, I've grown to accept what he can give. No, he's not that type of a father where I said, mm, I need, I need a hundred dollars for X, Y, and Z. Uh-uh. He is not that type. Mm-hmm. And when I learned to stop putting him into that box of my expectations, yes. I felt like as a father, he should 
Mm-hmm. So when I learned to pull him out of that box and stop putting myself in that position where I had to be let down, because when we have these expectations of people, that's when we start to be let down. Right. Because they don't meet our expectations. But now I know exactly where I can rely on him. Mm-hmm. Let me let me need somebody to watch them on the weekend. Oh, he is all there and then some. Mm-hmm. So I've accepted that. And mm-hmm. I actually, um, I, I bank on it. Now, that's what I take to the bank. So right. if I've got a speaking engagement or I've got an event that I need to go to on the weekend, oh, no, I know who to call. I don't mm-hmm. need to call grandma. I don't need to call grandpa. I can call their father because mm-hmm. we've come to that point mm-hmm. and I accept him for what he can what he's willing and what he's comfortable right. with, with giving and and that's just that's a part of growth yes, and yeah yes. there was a father's day where I would not text him I would not text him I would not call him because I was mad at him mm. but just because I was mad at him does not negate the fact that he's a father Whether or not, whether or not I feel he's living up to my expectations of father. Well, he didn't buy them this and he didn't show up for that. Uh Uh-uh. It still does not change the definition Mm. of the word father. So Mm -hmm. I, I respect, I respect his role. Right. Now, could he do it a little bit better? In my opinion, certainly we all Mm -hmm. could do things a little bit better. Hey, I can do things a little bit better as a mom. Right. Right. So I'm not going to put him on the chopping block and leave myself off of it. No. If we're going to go on the chopping block, I'm going to put myself up there with him. Right. Right. We can all do I just believe that if we're going now celebrating Father's Day it is, it's not the fact that, oh, you were a good dad, you were a bad dad. It's just the fact really that you were a father. Now, if you're the type that you're involved in your kids, you know, hats off to you. But Mm -hmm. maybe this is an opportunity for men who are not stepping up to the plate. Maybe this is an opportunity for them to say, you know what, maybe I should. Maybe, maybe I should put the put forth a little bit more effort. Mm -hmm. And the way you get to that point is, is by not by arguing, you're never going to get to that point by arguing. That's, Mm -hmm. that's pointless. But if you, if you love them, to that point, Mm -hmm. if you accept them to that point, if you forgive them to that point, then yeah, no, there's, there's no need for you to celebrate uh, Mother's Day and Father's Day for, for, for the fact of the matter is as mom, when we're doing our thing for our kids, oh, it doesn't stop. It doesn't stop and start on Mother's Day. No, we're, we're mothers. It's Mother's Day every day. Today is Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Happy Mother's Day. Every every day is Mother's Day. So we shouldn't get caught up in, in, oh my God, it's Father's Day and he's not around and he, no, 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 no. It's still, every day is Mother's Day and every day is Father's Day. Exactly. From the time to become a parent. Yep. Exactly. From that time that that child is born or, Mm -hmm. or, you know, even when they're in the womb, mm-hmm. it is that time for us to, to realize that parenthood does not stop and start at a certain time. Like mm-hmm. even while we're sleeping, we're still parents. Right. 
You know, we still have to give thought to our children, whether they're in my house or in your house or whatever the case may be. As parents, we've got to make sure that we're doing what's best for our children. Absolutely. And, and that's, that's what makes the day. So if I can just encourage the ladies, just because we give the men an extra pat on the back on Father's Day does not take away from our role and what we do as as mothers. Let's let's get out of our feelings. Mm, yeah. <laughs> let's get out of our feelings and allow them to to celebrate and be given the accolades on their day, just the same as we would want on on our day. But mm-hmm. the reality is, it's every day. Mm. It's every day. So I say, heads up, ladies, just, you know, let's, 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 let's go through this gracefully. Let's right. not seem bitter. Let's not seem judgmental and like a hater. No, no, no. Just give them their applause. If you don't want to give them their applause, then get off social media. Exactly. <laughs> just take a hiatus for today. Just take a vacation. Just get, just get off social, make that your, your hiatus day, because you know, that's what people are going to be talking about. They're going to be putting up pictures of their dads. They're going to be, you know, high-fiving dad for the good work that he's done. And that's what it's for. Same with like the Royal wedding. If you didn't want to see anything about the Royal wedding, turn it off, turn off the TV, turn off social media, take a break for a moment um, until it's safe to come back in. So if you feel that hateration is going to come up in you, just step off social media, keep to yourself and try to go through this as gracefully as we possibly can. Absolutely. You know, it's it's about celebrating fathers. It's about celebrating fathers and especially for women out there who have male children. Mm Mm-hmm. They yeah. watch us. They right? watch exactly. They watch us. So if you're disrespecting their father, they mm-hmm. might think you might disrespect them. Exactly. Or you not love a part of them. So we've got to be we've got to be really really cautious. So I've I like I said I I can I can do both sides of the spectrum because I've had baby daddy issues, um, but I don't have baby daddy issues anymore. Right. Because I've learned to accept my children's father. He ain't my baby daddy. Mm. He's my children's father. Right. I've learned to accept him. And again, I know his love language. And I know what I can get from him. And I know which areas to stay away from. Mm. And as we, as we both mature, as we both grow um, and settle more into this parenthood, because every day we're learning right? Every, every day, every new child situation grows us, it matures us, it makes us start to think differently. So as we continue our journey um, for growth, yeah, we might get to the point where I can be like, mm, I sure wish I had $100 and then he cash app it to me. That'd be nice. Nice, right? That'd be nice, right? But as of right now, I'll accept him saying, sure, I'll take the boys for the weekend. Mm-hmm. Honey, I'll take that. I- I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Because, you know, at least they'll get the time in with him. Yes. They'll get yes. to know him. And most times that's better than money. We know the money needs to be there. But, you know, if it's not there, a pot of rice will feed you for, for a while. A pot of rice going to keep you full or whatever the case may be. So we understand the money needs to be there. But what they don't always get, 
what a man can give is sometimes can give money and not give anything else. Mm-hmm. I would much rather have him impart his wisdom. Yes. And, and, you know, teach them how to be a black man in America because yes. that's, that's very dangerous. It is. At this it point. Is. So and yes, as mothers, we're trying to do our part, but there are certain things that I just don't want to do. Right. I don't, I don't want, I don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. Like a funny story. He, he called me one day. And he was like, Hey, listen, he was like, I think you need to have, he was like, have you ever had the drug talk? Um, talk referring to my oldest son. Um, he's 15. He was like, have you ever had the, the drug talk with him? And I was like, um, I don't know. I'm like, I probably sort of snuck it in something. And he was like, well, I was talking to him and I told him this and I told him that, but I think you need to talk to him too. Mm. And, and, I, and I got off the phone. I was like, okay, all right. And I hung up the phone. And I was like, no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. You have a conversation o- already. Right. I'm going to let that be in your jurisdiction. Right. I'm going to let That's me too. The girls and, and the sex talk and the drug talk. Mm-hmm. I've wiped the noses and cleaned the diapers and, yeah. and everything else in between. No, mm-hmm. you take this. This ball yeah. is in your court. Your court, sister. right. So that's what he's going to do. You're going to, you're going to be responsible for the drug talk and the sex talk and, and everything um, of those types of, of nature. Mm -hmm. This is this. And I understand everything. He wants to be a joint effort. No, no. There's some things that I did on my own. You got to be some things that you're going to do on your own because you know what? I don't want it. (laughs) Right. Right. I get it. I don't want it. That's me too. And, but another thing, if it comes from you, it sounds like the overprotective mom speaks. Yes. So it, it just it's just a matter of it coming from the man. Yes. And he was like, oh, because he lived it. And so it sounds it. different. It sounds different. Yep. The context. Coming from each person. Right. So I'm like, no, he heard it from you. He good now. Mm-hmm. They know the drugs. He got it. He's good. <laughs> And if it needs repeating, you just need to say it again. Right. That's right. And I said, but you know what I am going to do for you? Oh, I'm going to pray about it. Right. Oh, honey, I'm going to pray you through. Lord, let the words that came out of his mouth, let it be penetrating and fierce and destroy the yoke. And I will pray you through it, sir, but I'm not going to do everything for you. Right. I will lay prostrate before the Lord and petition him on your behalf. But you are going to have that conversation. That's right. And that's where we've grown to. And it hasn't always been a pleasure. It hasn't always been nice. But I'm at a point where he don't even bother me no more. Awesome. That is growth. And I, and I love him. Mm-hmm. I love him for who he is and for what he gave me. Yes. So I'm, listen, it's, it's just about growing. And we all will eventually get there. Some sooner than others. Yes. Yep. Some people, they break up, they, they friends again. And yeah, mm-hmm. but mine, it took some years, right. but we'll get there, but we've got to encourage them. We've got to encourage them. We've got to step out of their way and let them be fathers to their children. Absolutely. And mm-hmm. them being fathers to their children allows us to be better mothers because yep. now we can sit in our zone. Mm-hmm. We can sit in our zone and do our mommy things and let them do their daddy things. We're no longer trying to do everybody's thing. So once you're able to delegate and allow everybody to take an active role, 
then parenting just gets better. It gets oh, better. That was amazing. That is exactly what we needed to hear. So thank you. You're welcome. So and I'm going to be the first one to text him, Happy Father's Day. Right? <laughs> At 12.01. <laughs> That's right. That's right. That's right. Lovely. So what do you have going on? Where, if the, the listeners want to come support you, I know you have a book dropping or yes. has it dropped since we last spoken? Yes. Yes. So my book, the latest book project that I'm a part of with the Black CEO movement is titled Black Woman by Birth, Champion by Choice. Hmm. We've got to choose to be champions at this, right? This is where our conversation was just talking about. You know, as moms, we get burnt out and, and because we're trying to do too much. We're trying to wear the mommy hat and the daddy hat. Stop it. Stop it. Wear your hat. We have to choose to be champions. So that book is actually now available on my website, www.shaniquajohnsonrn.com. It is ready. It is available. I am getting ready to host an event on June 9th. Um, I've got a super bad sister coming in from Atlanta, and we're coming for your breakthrough. We are going to have an intimate session with women. Women and just really trying to talk and to empower and help women get set free because we get caught up. We get caught up in that baby daddy drama yes, and, 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 and the daddy, we have our own daddy issues, right? Mm -hmm. That we, we are caught up in and it, and it dictates how we love our male children. It dictates how we love other men that come into our lives. So we've got to make sure that we get ourselves cleaned out from all of that. So we're going to help women just really be able to sit with themselves and be able to, um, to find their purpose and just to live better because that's what it's all about we're all striving in this world to do more so we've got to make sure we're doing this purposely we've got to make sure we're gearing our heads and that we're going in with a strategic plan saying i'm going to do better and that's what i had to tell myself when it came to you know my issues with, with my dad like with him not being able to supply the things that i would have liked but I've learned to grow through it and I've learned to accept him for who he is and love on him for the great father that he is because that's, that's how he fathers. That's how he does parenthood. And I accept him for that. And I love him for that. That's sitting with myself and understanding that helps me deal with my children's father. Right. So it's all a matter of growth. It's growth, it's development, but we've got to be active participants in this. We've got to make the statement to say, you know what? I'm ready. I want to be better. I want to be able to communicate with men in my life without being bitter and hurtful and, um, you know, not trusting. No, I want to get rid of all of that. I want to release all of that negativity and I want to find my purpose. I want to find positivity. I want to find love. So in order to receive that, you've got to be able to let some stuff go. Got to let it go. Absolutely. I agree. I agree. I agree. I'm just so happy. Every time you come here, <laughs> it's like, you, girl, you just fire me up. So yes. I'm so thankful for you. So we'll definitely support you in all your endeavors. Thank you. Thank you. And we've got to, we've got to do something in person. We've got to connect. 
We've got to, we got to light the stage up. We got to do something. Definitely. We have to, let's plan for it. Cause yes. I, I am for it. I am there wherever you need me to be. Just give me some notice. So, um, I can get the, this husband and children together. <laughs> That's I'm there. Awesome. Awesome. Sounds fantastic. It's always a pleasure. And I am just so grateful for your platform and you're, you're, you're making a difference out there, sis. I'm very, very proud of you for oh, the difference that you're you. making in the lives of, of your listeners. Thank you. I appreciate that. Sometimes I, I wonder, but I appreciate it so much. And, but that, that doesn't stop me because I know if it affects only one person, then I've done that's what right. I was put here to do. So That's right. That's right. So if, if just one person calls their dad up and says, happy Father's Day. Yes. Um, and if, if one person, you know, smiles at their baby daddy as he's taking the kids, you know, and you don't give an eye roll and everything. Right. Just help one, one sister um, be set free. Mm-hmm. That would it's be amazing. Worth it. It's worth it. Absolutely. And trust me, it's, it's healthier. Um, you feel better when you, when you let that go. Mm-hmm. Um, you just live better. And, and I'm, I'm telling you, I could testify to that over and over again, because where I was, was not a good place. It hurt. Right. But where I'm at now, it's a lot better. It's a lot better. Yeah. And that's, that's the ultimate goal is for us to be healed. Yes. For us to be whole mm-hmm. and to raise these children, mm-hmm. be whole human beings. That's right. Because we can only raise them to the the point in which we grew successfully. Because we don't know that the new territory because we've never been there. Right. You can't you can't impart wisdom that you don't have. That's true. So, thank you. Because I'm about to get fired up again. Thank you. (laughs) Because you know how we do. Yeah. You might as well. That is right. That is right. So, so true. So true. But we need that. People need to hear that because it could be the first time they're hearing it. It could be a million times they're hearing it. But all it's going to take is that one time they're hearing it and it's going to resonate in their spirit. And they're going to say, it's time. Yeah. They're going to say, it's time. Yeah. For being here. I sincerely appreciate you. And as always, you're welcome to come back anytime. Yay! Thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate no, you. My pleasure. Take care. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Courageous Coaching Podcast. Feel free to call in with comments and questions anytime. The number is 786-749-TLAK. That's 786 786- Call us and let us know what is on your mind. Until we meet again, be courageous.